Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shikha and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm so grateful that you guys are listening, subscribing and commenting. I appreciate the support. And if you want to support me further, you can go to my Ko-fi link, it's in the description below. In this video, I wanted to speak to you guys about converting your thoughts or ideas or visions into action as an INFJ. Um, an individual, a viewer asked me about this and he said, you know, yeah, freedom is definitely one of my top priorities, but could you explain to me how an INFJ could convert their thoughts or vision into action? Because you know, it's hard for us to get out of our heads and to do stuff. 
it was the hardest thing for me as well for the longest time. I don't know if I was a INFJ all my life. I think I was. I really have no idea. There are some signs that when I read about INFJ children that makes me feel like, you know, I was an INFJ child. But whatever it was, I know that for the longest time it took me it took me a long time to get to a point where, you know, I would have a vision in my head and I would bring it to fruition. So a lot of times in my teens, in my 20s, especially in my 20s, because in my teens I was busy with school and busy with getting into university. So, you know, you get busy with that stuff, you don't think about anything else, even though you're working on someone else's goals for you. It was fine. I was fine working on someone else's goals for me because I didn't have to think about it then. And so I was very hard, hard working and I worked and I had a job and I, I worked almost full time and I went to school full time and it was great. There was no more moment, no opportunity to think about anything else, right? But then obviously in my 20s, uh, I told you guys this before a long time ago, many times that you know, I got rejected from med school three times. And at that point, I realized, all right, cool. So the universe really doesn't want me to go to med school, thankfully. Thankfully. Thank you, universe. Uh, but then I had to figure out uh, something else, you know, because I'm an INFJ and I need to do something. I need to spend my time doing something on this planet. Otherwise, I would have killed myself. Um, and I was, I didn't know what was I supposed to be doing. And so I did a lot of coaching. I read a lot of books. I spent so much of my time journaling, trying to figure out what am I here for? What am I supposed to be doing? Why am I here? And little by little, I figured out that, um, one of the main things that most successful people on this planet do, one of the main things, there's two or three that every successful person on this planet does. But one of the main things that they do is meditate. Every single person that I read about, all the autobiographies, all of the books, all of the coaches, all the self-help gurus, every single person extolled the virtues of meditation. And so, of course, I started meditating because I was like, well, like, everyone's saying it. I mean, I have to start. I mean, come on. And so I meditated. I started meditating. And one of the main things that came out of my meditation sessions is that I am flaky. I was flaky. Not in the sense that, okay, I would say I was going to do something and not do it. You know, that's very common nowadays. But I was flaky to myself. And that was the main thing that really worried me was that, yeah, okay, fine. I'm flaky to other people. They're flaky back to me. It's fine. This is the world we live in. But I did not keep promises that I made to myself for myself, right? And so I would say to myself, oh, I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to take up Aikido or I'm going to take up um, bow and arrow shooting or whatever it might be. And I, I bring up all these things that my mind and heart and soul wants to do. And I'd be like, all right, I'm going to do it. And I'd go to one class and I'd drop out or I would never go to a class. I would research it to death and never actually do anything with it. And so I was flaky to myself. And that was one of the main, main learnings I got from meditation is that, you know, stop being flaky, not to other people. Obviously, it doesn't matter. Don't be flaky to other people, obviously. But more so realize that you're being flaky to yourself. You are telling yourself you're going to do certain things and you are not doing it. And because of that, your trust in yourself is depreciating at a very rapid rate. I did not trust myself. My self-efficacy, the thing that says that I'm going to do something and I do it, that was depleting and depleted almost. 
um, 100% depleted almost. And I was at a point where I was like, well, I don't believe in myself. I don't believe that if I say I'm going to do something, I myself don't believe in it. So if I don't believe in it, no one else is going to believe in me, of course. And I could notice the effects of this in the people around me because no one believed in anything I would say. They would look at me with skepticism in their eyes when I'd be like, all right, so I'm going to write a book. And they wouldn't say anything out loud because people around me were nice and kind. Sometimes they did. But a lot of times I would see that disappointment in their eyes because they would be thinking this, that. They'd be like, oh yeah, another thing that she's gonna, she, she says she's going to do, but she's not going to do. And that disappointment was, disappointment was reflected in my own eyes when I'd look at myself in the mirror and I'd see that disappointment in myself, with myself. And I'd think to myself, what is this? What am I doing to myself? What kind of a life am I leading right now where I myself don't believe in anything that, I'm gonna, that I say I'm going to do? How can I, how, how did I become this person? I felt immense disappointment, of course, and I went through a big spiral of depression where I was like, oh my god, I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I even here? How can I be, how, how did I become this person? I used to be so good. I used to be re dependable and reliable, and I did things that I said I was going to do, and all of that. And so from that, I started with my first step, which is I started making my bed every single morning. And I think I've shared with the, this with you guys as well. But I decided I'm going to start doing at least one thing every single day that makes me believe in myself, that makes me believe in my reliability. And so I got up every morning. I, I lived with my parents at that point. I got up every morning and I had no job at that point. I had just gotten fired. I just lost my relationship. I was literally in the trifecta of, of, of terrible things happening. And I made my bed every morning. I was like, all right, cool, that's it, okay? So I'm not really good at anything, really. I'm not, my life is completely at a standstill. Actually, I'm deteriorating faster than I can ever imagine. And so it was time for me to make changes. This was five years ago. And so I started making my bed every morning. And I was meditating at the time as well. Obviously, this meditation is the reason I got this, these insights. But um, I decided that I need to start doing things, building routines into my life that would teach me that I am reliable, that I can be relied upon to say that I'm going to do something and then do it. So little by little, I started building my routine. As I said, I first started with just making my bed every morning. I'd get up and instead of lying in bed all day long and crying about the fact that I have nothing to do, I was like, all right, that's it. Just make your bed, get out of bed, sit at your desk, do something with your life. I started studying how to do options trading. You know, I just like taught myself through videos online and I started doing all these interesting things. But the main thing that instigated all of this was obviously the meditation, which is something that every successful person on this planet does. Every person who has done anything in their life does. But then I started making my bed and then little by little I added little things like, you know, I started journaling. I started doing morning pages related to The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Absolutely recommend that book if you are interested in living a creative life. And then I started writing a little bit at a time. And then, you know, I got a bunch of different changes happened in my life. And uh, it was all because of the fact that I was making all these interesting changes in my life. And I, little by little, over time, I would say it took me two or three years to get to a point where I was like, all right, cool. I am a reliable person now. I can look at myself in the mirror, in my eyes. I can gaze upon myself and not feel shame because I'm not that person anymore. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. 
And I little by little realized that people started believing me as well. Because I would say something and they wouldn't have this look of disappointment in their eyes. They'd be like, all right, cool, so you're going to do it. It was little by little it became so that my word became bond to myself more so than anyone else. It was nice, the after effects of it, the side effect, that everyone else started believing in me as well. But more so, I started believing in myself. My self-efficacy, that thing that says that I'm going to do something and I, I'm going to do it, that increased exponentially, exponentially to a point where I was like, all right, I'm not going to say anything because if I do, then I have to do it, right? And so I stopped saying yes to events. I stopped saying yes to a lot of different things because I was like, well, if I say yes to it, then I'm going to have to do it. And I always, I was doing so many things already that I was like, I have to stop, start saying no to things, which is really interesting for me all of a sudden. I was like, all right, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't. My, my schedule's way too busy. And if I say yes to you, I'm going to have to do it because I'm not going to say yes and not do it. And so I really need to make sure that I have room, I have space in my schedule for it. And I'm sorry, but I don't at the moment. And so at that point, I started saying no to more things than yes because I wanted to keep my schedule free for things I really wanted to do with my life. But that's where it all began. It was all a process. And so it's not like, you guys, I can just give you a formula. I'd be like, all right, cool, yeah. So do these five things. Well, I mean, there's certain things that you should definitely do every single day, like meditating, physically moving your body. Obviously, those two things are absolutely crucial for your physical, mental, spiritual development. It is two things that you could do. Whatever you do, yoga, dance, um, rollerblading, whatever it might be, move your body somehow for a few minutes a day and definitely meditate for a few minutes a day. Those two things, yes, you should definitely do those things. Like literally, if there's nothing else you do right now and nothing else you get from this video, just do those two things. But there's really no other formula that I can be like, all right, cool, do all these things and your life is going to change. It's just a little bit of a process. You have to little by little build your belief system in yourself and become that person who when you say you're going to do something, you do it. When you have a vision in your head, you follow through with it. Nowadays, whenever I have an idea in my head, I make it happen. No matter what it is, it, like, it doesn't really matter. It might be the smallest thing like I don't want to order, I don't want to buy plastic balls anymore. Not that I ever did, it's just an example. But uh, if I had an idea, I'm, I don't want to buy plastic balls anymore. Buy a water bottle and refill it. Like if you have an idea in your head, think about the first step you can take towards it and do it. Stop thinking about it. Stop dreaming about it. Stop visioning it. Stop visualizing it. Stop doing all of that stuff. Stop journaling about it. And then take the first step and do it. And just do the first step. And then the next step and then keep on doing it i know it seems so simple when you put it like that it literally is the first thing you have to do is what's the first thing i can do in order to make this happen when i first decided that i wanted to become a digital nomad i wanted to live on the road i wanted to be location and time independent i didn't just sit there and think about okay cool so who's gonna make me help me have, make this happen or how am i gonna make this happen i thought about all the different steps i could take i started researching it and I took the first step, which is move to Chiang Mai, right? No one in my family has ever done something like this. I mean, yes, they moved country, but they immigrated as a family. No one randomly just picks up and goes like that, right? For no apparent reason. Usually it's for studying. Usually it's for university. But I am in the university of uh, the school of life, right? I was like, I am going to go and do this. I'm going to learn from other people. I'm going to live this life that I've always wanted to live. And so I did it. I booked my ticket, quit my job, booked my ticket, saved up enough money, and left. 
And then obviously the rest is history because I'm living this amazing life right now. But it wouldn't have been possible if I just sat on my ass and just thought about it. Sat on my bum and thought about it. <laughs> if I didn't actually do anything about it, right? I had to book that ticket. I had to quit my job. I had to do all those things. And so it's just talking about things. You have to start taking action. And it might just be a small action, right? Writing 50 words a day. Doing one push-up a day. Meditating for five minutes a day. Um, calling one cold call thing or if you're prospecting. Um, drinking one glass of water a day extra or whatever it might be. These are all the small steps. And I've talked to you guys about this many times before. We have to start. And you have to build your self-efficacy small steps at a time. Making your bed every single day is how I did it. Making my bed every single day is how I, I built my self-efficacy over a long period of time. It took me three years to get here. Five years, actually, to get here to this point in time. That's a long time. But little by little, every single day, I still make my bed. I get up in the morning. Once I get out of bed, the first thing I do is I make my bed. It's still the case. No matter what, it's the first thing I do. Even if I'm at a hotel room, I still make my bed. I still make my bed. I don't make it perfectly because I don't know, a lot of these hotel sheets are very complicated. But even in a hostel, even in a hotel, I will make my bed in the morning. As soon as I get out of bed, that's the first thing I do. It's a, it's a habit now. I, it's, I've been doing it for five years now. I can't stop. <laughs> All right, I hope this makes sense. If you have any questions about this, if you want me to um, expand on anything that I've shared, please let me know in the comments below and I shall do that. Um, and I hope that I was able to help. Hopefully, you know, it is a long process and it is it takes time and energy and effort. So start now. <laughs> Again, thank you for supporting me. If you're interested in supporting me monetarily, you could do that by going to my Ko-fi link. The link is in the description below. And I shall see you guys the next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.